Welcome to Starkey Soundbites. I'm your host, Dave Fabry, Starkey's Chief Innovation Officer. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I love to talk technology. And Starkey recently introduced some groundbreaking technology in the hearing aid space. Technology really that's never been seen in our industry before. And there's no one better to speak on that topic than our CTO, Dr. Achin Bomek, uh, who's my friend, my colleague, and importantly, my boss. So I'll be on my best behavior, Achin, for, uh, for the next little bit here. But welcome back to Starkey Soundbites. It's always great to talk to you, Dave, yeah, and uh, share our exchanges with our uh, audience. Indeed. And, um, you know, this has really been a long time in the coming. Yes. Um, you joined Starkey in 2017. August of 2017. And um, really, almost in secret, uh, yeah. uh, began working on what is now known as Genesis right. AI at that time. And we kept it quiet mm -hmm. uh, up until now. Yeah. So, so let's go back to the beginning then. Right. When you first, when Brandon Swalich, Starkey CEO and president, mm -hmm. uh, uh, had discussions about bringing your industry knowledge coming in from your past experience at Intel, heading up the, heading up the perceptual computing mm -hmm. division. And then you took this turn in your career to join our space. And, mm -hmm. and, and I can tell you personally, I'm very glad that you did. Talk a little bit from ground zero, yeah. how it is that you began on this. Thank you very much uh, for, for the amazing setup here. Mm -hmm. So I, I think if you go back to the vision, mm -hmm. it was very clear by the time I learned enough about what hearing aids are, yeah. uh, you know, sitting by the feet of Mr. Austin, <laughs> yeah. talking with yeah. uh, Brandon, yeah. you, uh, and other, other colleagues, listening to customers and mm -hmm. patients, it was very clear there was an opportunity to significantly improve the experience with, with these devices. Mm -hmm. uh, collectively as an industry, we were not where we could be. Mm -hmm. And it required us to build the product grounds up with just reimagining re the devices mm -hmm. inside out from its architecture, design, the processor chips, the signal processing algorithms, the mobile app that patients use it for controlling, the way the uh, professionals fit these devices with the fitting software, the whole thing. All new everything. Right. So They're, it does feel like a long time, yeah. five years in yeah. the making. But given the magnitude, mm -hmm. I would say even the audacity of mm -hmm. the technical targets we set for this grounds up redesign product with mm -hmm. everything new. Mm -hmm. So when you say everything new, it's not a marketing buzzword mm -mm. here. The processor was built grounds up and it takes time yep. to develop uh, a processor that's custom built for uh, for the kind of experience we're delivering with Genesis, which mm -hmm. we're going to talk about, to developing new paradigms of sound processing algorithms. Additive compression system. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Packing it all into an industrial design that should all be proud about. Yeah. Extremely comfortable to wear. Mm -hmm. uh, pushing the patient experience higher. Grounds up built mobile application that's so intuitive to use. Mm -hmm. And fitting experience we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. So. It, uh, Looking back five years is a long time, but that's just how long it takes yeah. to build a product of this magnitude. Absolutely. I mean, um, even, and I don't think you mentioned the receiver cable on the RICS is yep. new. It's, uh, it's still a design. snap fit that I thought mm -hmm. our six pin receiver snap fit was the best connector in the industry. Right. 
this one's better the than that. The base gets better. And, yeah. uh, Significantly and better. The, the use and the durability of that, the pliability of the receiver mm -hmm. cable, we left no stone unturned yes. in this. And so let's talk a little bit. Now, you know, we, we just had the launch and in that we sort of hit the high points, yes. you know. But now sometimes you get to go into the weeds and I can't yes. think of a better person to do that with and a better place to do that than on this Soundbites podcast. So let's talk about deep neural networks. Sure. Um, you know, your expertise in this area is legendary coming from Thank Intel you. and your use of that in the visual spectrum mm -hmm. and then now in the audio space. What, talk and unpack a little bit yeah. for the professional. And right. Keep in mind this podcast yeah. is designed for hearing care professionals. Mm -hmm. Why should they care about a deep neural network and a right. hearing aid? It's a great place to start. Mm -hmm. So what this, all of the hoopla and excitement around AI, mm -hmm. deep learning or deep neural network being a branch of, of AI, mm -hmm. what people should care about it? Because it changes the, the experience with the technology and the product. Mm -hmm. so in the domain that I like to often uh, bring an example from is autonomous car. When that works, mm -hmm. there's still work to be done mm -hmm. to bring it uh, to, to everybody. Just imagine having just to sit back and relax and the car takes you where you want right. to go. It changes the experience when it works. Mm -hmm. In our domain, we are, of course, at the forefront, given in the last five years of work, mm -hmm. on developing and deploying uh, AI and deep neural network for hearing applications. Mm -hmm. In the old days, the engineers had to handcraft specific type of settings and algorithmic tweaks mm -hmm. to make that device behave well as we go about our daily lives, from having a conversation with you to walking through the noisy cafeteria to walking out into the street where cars are honking mm -hmm. and there's wind blowing. The world throws at you all these very complex acoustic environments mm -hmm. and the device has to learn to deal with it. Mm -hmm. The old techniques up until now, based on handcrafted algorithms, mm -hmm. were simply not good enough. What AI and specifically deep neural network does is a data-based approach for the device to become smarter and deal with challenges that are thrown, in, thrown at it mm -hmm. from acoustic viewpoint uh, in a way that was not possible with previous technology. So essentially you take this neural network and to, to general audience I like to explain that as uh, mimicking the circuit that you have in your, in your cerebral mm -hmm. cortex of mm -hmm. the brain. Mm -hmm. Brain is an amazing uh, computational system, in fact, the most amazing computational system that you know of. At its uh, core, not to offend the neuroscientists, uh, the way the computational equivalent description of it is relatively simple. You have a network of neurons that are heavily interconnected mm -hmm. and then learn from the information that is thrown at it. Yep. When a kid is learning to recognize language, they're basically training that neural network. Right. Copying a page from biology, the technology equivalent of that is a deep neural network uh, built into the device. Mm -hmm. Well, there are two ways of doing it. One, you could just build it in a software, which is what most people have done right. uh, so far. But with Genesis, it was an opportunity for us to go one step further and build a hardware architecture where neurons are interconnected in a block on the chip itself, it's an mm -hmm. on-chip accelerator mm -hmm. uh, that does such a good job in high-performance uh, execution for neural network algorithms, which should provide amazing listening experience for your patients, which is why our professionals should care about, because it will improve the experience that their patients have 
with these devices as far as their listening goes in day-to-day -day life. So correct me if I'm wrong. Let me try to unpack that. There's a lot there. So in terms of emulating the way that the brain works in terms of the deep neural network, if you right. will, in terms of nature in our brain, we're integrating information that comes from the left, from the right ear and the left ear, for even from vision and right. from multiple inputs, timing, frequency, intensity, mm -hmm. where noise location sources are, what speech is, is occurring. Right. And the brain is taking all of that in and is capable of using the ears as sensors mm -hmm. and submitting that and then sorting out speech usually is the most salient target right. that, that we want to hear. And what we're doing in the neurosound processor is emulating that by looking at inputs that are coming. Now, this, this works. This device can be fit monorally, but you would say then it's designed with binaural systems in mind from, right. from the ground up to be taking those inputs in both sides and then um, monitoring to be able to determine is this a, a quiet environment? Is there speech present? Yeah. Is there noise present? Some combination of the two. Mm -hmm. Where are the noise sources, et cetera? Right. And what it takes more than anything is, is a, an insanely fast processor, I mm -hmm. would imagine, yes. to be able to take all that input mm -hmm. in. Can you talk a little bit about yes. the engine yes. that Neurosound, the Neurosound yes. processor has on this new chipset? Mm -hmm. And as I do that, just to build on what you just yep. said, it's, it's exactly what it is. It's like taking a step back looking at the neurobiology of human yeah. hearing, because at the end of the day, this product is designed to help you hear better. Right. And so far, for decades, the focus has been on what is lost in the ear. Exactly. And you know the uh, neurobiology of ear is very well known, where it performs the functions of a directional microphone. Mm -hmm. It performs tonotopic frequency analysis in the cochlea. Mm -hmm. You have the outer hair cells that provide nonlinear amplification. Mm -hmm. And finally, you have the transduction that sends neural pulses resulting from the sound waves into the brain. Right. However, the magic, as you said, happens in the brain, mm -hmm. understanding conversations, mm -hmm. uh, reducing of noise and helping us pay attention to what we care about or should care about. That happens up in the cortex. Mm -hmm. And this amazing competition that is done by a network of neurons uh, suffer if we live with hearing loss for a long time. You have brain atrophy, neural, mm -hmm. neuron losses and all of mm -hmm. that. The opportunity for processing that goes on in a hearing aid now is not just to amplify sound in a way to mimic the sensors, sensor cells in your ear, mm -hmm. but also pre-process that signal in a way to help your brain right. understand those sounds that matter. Processing that is typically done in human, healthy human brain, mm -hmm. but opportunity for us to perform processing in the neural network and a fast competition to deal with additive compression systems such that it becomes easier for our patients to understand speech, mm -hmm. to reduce noise, mm -hmm. and just go about their day-to-day -day life much easier with these devices on than otherwise, or even with legacy devices. Indeed. And so on the chip, right. it needs much faster processing yes. than has ever been in a hearing aid before, yeah. certainly in anything we've offered or anyone else. So let me just geek out on the numbers yeah, a little bit on no, the process. I mean, this is the time to do it. Yes, yeah. and as you pointed out my past life uh, mm -hmm. at Intel, mm -hmm. the small uh, chip company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know a little bit about chips. So yeah. chips I can geek out for a long time, but just let me tell you a few things about mm -hmm. it. Uh, that the processor itself takes the longest time right. uh, to develop uh, yeah. in, in any product that you build. And it took us five years to mm -hmm. bring this to market from the concept to the market. Mm -hmm. This processor chip is once in a decade mm -hmm. upgrade. It's not a minor or even incremental improvement from the processor of the, uh, the past uh, generation devices, mm -hmm. or even compared with what our 
industry is familiar with. Just to give you a, for your audience some numbers, we have crammed in, packed in, six times higher number of compute elements or mm -hmm. transistors into mm -hmm. this tiny chip that's actually smaller than the past. Right. Generation. So it's smaller with six times as, six times the chip. And it has four the times transistor. faster speed. Okay. It has that deep neural network hardware accelerator engine built right into the hardware of the chip. Mm -hmm. It has five times higher processor memory, 10 times higher system memory, because guess what? AI needs as much computation as you can throw at it, and it needs memory footprint mm -hmm. for bigger models to be hosted on it. Mm -hmm. So this, this engine under the hood is what enables this amazing performance listening experience uh, for the product. But this engine, the upgrade of the processor, it's once a decade uh, significant upgrade. So with that engine, that processing speed, the number of transistors, the um, the the uh, onboard memory as well as everything else for doing all of this computational mm -hmm. power, must be tremendously draining on on the battery, right? So it, that should be the traditional right. conventional wisdom. Yeah. In fact, I call it the tug of war for the engineers, mm -hmm. because more computation performance stands to reason. The more processing you do, right. The more energy it draws, yes. And hence lower battery life. Yes. So I call it uh, uh, the, the challenge of defying gravity. Mm -hmm. You have this four times faster, six times more transistors, a deep neural network, mm -hmm. and amazing sound processing engine that we built on it, mm -hmm. um, where you have additive system. It's dealing with different sounds in parallel mm -hmm. and bringing it all together at the end. We couldn't do that before because we didn't have the compute power. Mm -hmm. So what does it do to the current draw and battery life? Should it be just preserving the battery life? I mean, that'd be a great uh, sure. fit. Yeah. But we defied gravity in engineering terms, mm -hmm. because not only we have this orders of magnitude higher compute performance, we have doubled the battery life on a single charge. It's insane. So whereas the previous goal for prior products was make sure that you can get a full day of use from a single charge, now you get more than two days of full use out of a single charge from Genesis RIC RT devices. Yeah, I mean, I think that's incredible in terms of the RIC RT with a telecoil, with all of this processing and computational power, and it has 51 hours of battery life right. if you're using it just as a straight hearing aid with no streaming. And even streaming, you're 40 plus 45 hours of, right. of battery life, yeah. um, almost two days. All while you have now 10 times faster noise reduction system. Yep. You have 20 dB wider dynamic range lot more processing going on. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you are using the device twice as long as you used the other devices. And you talked about that in this case, it's an onboard DNN accelerator. So talk a little bit about where would professionals and ultimately patients expect to see the benefits? You talked about mm -hmm. faster noise processing. Um, is yeah. that where this shows up in terms of noise management? Is it shows up in overall sound quality, speech intelligibility? Right. Where is going to be the tangible benefit that a professional and ultimately an end user right. um, sees from Genesis AI? I'll call out a, a few areas. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's a grounds up redesign for the overall experience for listening. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to call out a few areas where the patients are just going to notice the difference immediately. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, ex the listening experience in soft sounds, yes. they will just appreciate how quiet and reduced noise in quite relatively quiet environments. Mm -hmm. That's why we spend most of our times 
yeah. in your quiet study room. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you that I've worked with patients on this product and fitting them, and even those who'd been fitted with Evolve AI. One patient, I asked him if he wanted me, you know, if he was willing to try uh, right. Genesis as we were developing, and he said, sure, I'll try it, but I can't imagine how you're going to give me Any anything better. that's better. Right. And, and in the frame of spontaneous user acceptance, I put them on them, yeah. programmed them, and we were in a quiet room when we did, and he said, right off the bat, he, they it sounds more clear, yeah. it's quiet. He said, I'm hearing every yeah. word clearly. And, and you know, I know everyone says when they introduce new products that that's yeah. the case, yeah. but, but I'm telling you, this forget. is a tough they will sell. For, they'll forget that they're wearing the device. Yes, yeah. So that uh, the second place they will see the benefit, and this is all stemming from the wide dynamic range right. and uh, seamless processing of sound with additive compression, compression system mm -hmm. that deals different sounds of different uh, response times. Yep. They should feel reduced listening effort in mm -hmm. noisy environment, mm -hmm. in understanding conversation and speech in difficult environments. They will feel the difference there. So from the softer sounds of life to noisy environments where uh, you could get every help you can in understanding speech, mm -hmm. they should feel the difference from the prior generation products and from other products in the market. Yeah, and we will have, we're gonna talk about this over the next several podcasts. Uh, if we don't get through everything that we intend to today, we'll have you back. Dr. Sarah Burdak is gonna come back and talk a little bit about the clinical outcomes. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I think really impresses me beyond that, how quiet, mm -hmm. something that is, is really exemplary is the sound quality when there's low ambient ambient environments. Right. But then we have a 118 dB input dynamic range. Right. That's the largest in the industry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as you said, it's processing those very soft sounds, keeping loud sounds mm -hmm. from reaching a, an uncomfortable level when yeah. programmed by a professional, right. and then delivering that sound mm -hmm. quality throughout all of that range yes. using this additive compression system that uses different time constants mm -hmm. and different attributes for transients versus steady state noise right. and really enabling the hearing aid user to make the maximum use of their residual dynamic yeah. range, the yes. residual auditory yes. area. Right. And in so doing, I think one of the things, and I'll tease a little bit on some of the clinical outcomes is we've seen for the difference between previous hearing aids and current, the, the, the Genesis AI, is the magnitude of the difference increases mm -hmm. with increasing loss. Right. And I think it's really because yes. of this processing that yes. is emulating, enabling as you say, them, and yeah. enabling them to make every use of their remaining yeah, hair cells the and the brain. Yes, yeah. So, so we, are, we are taking on some of the processing tasks yeah. that their healthy brain would have done, but they unfortunately don't have that. Uh, between the ear and brain. And offloading that, and that translates into yeah. ease of listening. Yeah. And, and also uh, just the, 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 cr the crunchiness, the speed of processing. 10 times faster noise reduction. So before, the, before you feel it, it's gone. Mm -hmm. And then the wider dynamic range that you're talking about, 40% lower noise floor. Right. right. And people are going to feel that. Look, and, and in our industry, others have used uh, training, using a deep neural network for training of the devices. All right. But as you said, this is an onboard yes. accelerator yeah. that we're using and uh, edge mode plus. Mm -hmm. Now, is that an example mm -hmm. when, when people have said, well, edge mode is pretty good for those right. patients right. who get into challenging listening situations mm -hmm. and can either double tap or button press in an app yeah. to activate an edge mode uh, 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 acoustic analysis in mm -hmm. a challenging environment. Edge mode plus mm -hmm. is incorporating elements of DNN yeah. already, correct? Right. 
Yes. And like you said, uh, you used to say uh, edge mode is like putting the power of artificial intelligence at the fingertips of the exactly. patient, right? Yep. So now with a uh, lot more data in our bag, a mm -hmm. lot more use conditions and use cases, allows us to go to that next level with the edge mode plus, mm -hmm. where it's optimized for uh, listening experience, mm -hmm. speech understanding, mm -hmm. or you might want to go into a noise reduction mode and get extra benefit that you need uh, from this with the power of deep neural network providing the algorithmic uh, performance. Yeah, in particular, end. those moderate and really noisy situations are where this is now scratching the surface and then we're not done there yet. Right. As we've said before, we're just getting started. Yes. And with this product, this is really planting a flag with this uh, onboard yeah. DNN accelerator mm -hmm. as to where we can go with this yeah. in the future. You know, what it does is it it's resets yeah. the baseline. It yeah. resets the baseline. It's almost like every time you have a breakthrough technology, mm -hmm. it reset, resets previous baseline. Mm -hmm. When vacuum tubes used to yeah. be the, yeah. the devices powering your electronic devices, yeah. when transistor came, it reset. Right. So from you know single digit to tens and hundreds of Vacuum tubes, now you have billions of transistors on the chip. So the platform, the engine under the hood that we have now, it allows us to basically get on a bandwagon for unlocking mm -hmm. newer and further benefits with algorithms. Right. And you know, now for the clinicians that are listening, a lot of times the unknown, the anticipation mm -hmm. of a breakthrough like yes. that has some fear associated mm -hmm. with it. So reassure me as an audiologist, mm -hmm. that deep neural networks aren't going to put me into extinction. Right. In fact, if anything, it is going to help because mm -hmm. the patients are going to be more satisfied. Mm -hmm. You know, the way that I explain the devices, first of all, you need the devices to be fitted really well. Mm -hmm. And the only way to get that done is through the uh, professionals. Mm -hmm. And we didn't get into the details of it, but the advances in the technology for Genesis is not just in the processor or sound processing algorithm or even the mobile app. Mm -hmm. But the fitting software, ProFit, yeah. takes it to a very different level that the, uh, our professional customers will immediately notice. We call it Minute Fit, four clicks from box to first fit, right. and even the quality of the first fit, where we have algorithmic advances mm -hmm. to fit very well, no two years are the same. Yep. Right? So the improvement we have in the fitting algorithms are going to enable great patient experience. And once you have fitted the patients and they're out in the wild, you want them to be happy. Right. And what these devices do with AI and deep neural network is it instantly analyzes whatever challenging environments that are going to walk through their day-to-day -day lives is going to make, guess this, 80 million automatic adjustments every hour. That's 22,000 a second. <laughs> and in fact, for yeah. it, that's almost 2 billion per day. It's crazy. So these devices, without me doing anything, right. is constantly analyzing and right. adjusting for me is going to make happy patient. It's actually great for us and great for the professional customers. As Bill Austin likes to say, his vision was, can you make hearing aids to be my very own brain assistant? That's what it is. Yeah. Because what you lost in your healthy, what used to be in your healthy brain, the ability to process sound, understand speech, reduce noise, you don't have them anymore with hearing loss. These devices are the very personal brain assistant. The AI engine in there is constantly working, mm -hmm. constantly analyzing, making 2 billion analysis and adjustments every day without you even knowing about it as you're going about doing your own things, mm -hmm. helping you hear better, 
helping you reduce your listening effort, helping you enjoy the softest sounds in life, connect with people, and connect to the world around you. It's great for entire ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Good for the patients, great for the professional customers who are fitting those patients, great for us because we have satisfaction of bringing advanced technology uh, to serve people that we serve. For sure. And, you know, you mentioned ProFit is the new fitting software. Um, and for people that have been very content and very happy, I've heard a lot of feedback over the years that Inspire is, uh, for many professionals, their favorite software. But we've even streamlined that further. I mean, yeah. with, with uh, uh, simple things like being able to have the devices automatically yeah. detect left ear right ear how the receivers do that? are through that smart connect we feature. needed to do the snap the cable we needed to redo cable to put smarts in it that's right so, and so now as soon as you go to read a new set of devices you're not reading two left devices mm -hmm. you're reading and identifying the yeah. left one and the right one yeah and thanks then, for calling that out these are innovations that should they're, make they're, they're ones that we here. tend to forget with mm -hmm. all of this newness. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that's a pain point in the past, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. to sort of, oh, okay, now I have to look at the tiny printing or try to yeah. read which one's which. And this automatically does it yeah. four clicks from start, from, from the box into the ear. Yeah. And with that first fit, um, and, and yet for those people who loved Inspire, mm -hmm. there's a sense of familiarity in ProFit with innovation mm -hmm. by things like that that smart connect yeah i think another feature that will for some people just uh, go unnoticed but it's embedded in there with that uh, accuracy of the first fit is yeah. that after you run the feedback initialization it takes into consideration the venting mm -hmm. and it improves the uh, venting it uses the venting to improve on the feedback optimization yes. and that first fit. Yep. ESTAT 2.0 yes. is taking full advantage of that improved dynamic range, right. both in terms of the amplitude and the frequency yes. to better model. We're able, mm -hmm. because of this additive compression system, yes. to deliver more high frequency gain, mm -hmm. but with great clarity. Yes. It, when, when, when some people are gonna say, oh no, they're going more high frequencies, mm -hmm. that's gonna sound harsh. Not, not we here. didn't hear that. And, and also talking about uh, patient, sorry, uh, the professional benefits. Yeah. Should we talk about the firmware upgrades? Like how long does it take to upgrade the, the firmware? Mm -hmm. right? We have now four times faster firmware upgrade uh, possible Genesis compared to Evolve. A pair of devices in about three minutes, maybe four minutes. Yes. And that's remarkable. Yeah, and, and how about being able to do that through the mobile app? In the app. So one of the things, and as you know, um, one of the things I, I do is, um, uh, it's like the hair club. I'm, I'm, I'm not just an employee, but I'm a customer. And mm -hmm. so I wear the devices when we're testing out new ones. And one of the cool things is in the radial dial under my hearing, you come in there and you look at my settings about my hearing aids, and it tells me whether the firmware is up to date or mm -hmm. not. Yeah. If it's not up to date, yeah. I can do a firmware update mm -hmm. within the app myself yes. as the end user. The That's convenience time. for me. Mm -hmm. And for the professional, for right. the first time I can do that and it, it updates the firmware in just minutes. Yes. Many clinicians will prefer to use that as an opportunity to have the patient come back mm -hmm. in, explain to them the new what the, the new features are that are gonna come along with the firmware and they may wanna control that. Mm -hmm. But for people like me that are maybe a little more tech savvy, I want to have the convenience to get access to those features right. as soon as they're pushed out. Mm -hmm. And so it, it again, we're finding this balance yes. for 
that that uh, from the bot the minute fit from from the from the box to the ear in four clicks. But yet I'll still, as a professional, have access to the uh, 24 channels on the on the premium product. Right. And for soft, moderate, uh, loud inputs plus MPO. I can go in and get under the hood and tweak all I want, mm -hmm. but I don't have to. Yes. Same on the end user side. Edge mode mm -hmm. uh, now offers that same easy button, if you will, that I can go into edge mode and just click one button. It'll do an analysis in an environment. Mm -hmm. But notice that I have two additional features now right. that allow me to optimize for speech yes. audibility and clarity right. and to Reduce take advantage noise. of that additional noise management, right. that more aggressive noise management. Yeah. And, and so it, we're really finding, I think, you know, I'm biased, but we found the sweet spot yeah. between ease of use and that comprehensive yeah. adjustment by the end user and by the professional. Right. And, and I think it really continues that objective that we've had for a number of years of saying our technology in the professional's hands continues to deliver the best patient outcomes right. and that people, professionals, don't need to be afraid of DNN. 80 million sounds like a lot of adjustments every no, hour. But it happens but, by itself. But it Nobody happens by itself. Yeah. And then really being able to see the proof in the proof in mm -hmm. the data yeah. uh, of the outcomes that we've shown uh, ease of listening has improved, more audibility for soft sounds, as you mentioned, uh, more high frequency uh, amplification to provide that clarity without harshness, um, that full advantage of the dynamic range and overall speech understanding and quiet and in noise. I think you know clinicians are going to be blown away, and their patients will. Um, uh, I think you know, and I want to hear from you if if you're getting a different experience and you try the devices. But right. we're delighted to yeah. bring this to market, and I'm appreciative yes. to you. Uh, in terms of your team and your partnership to helping to deliver this um, really yeah. uh, significant well, thank you for bringing that point up. It's uh, so earlier I was having a conversation with Brandon about just what it took. Right? Yeah. So five years went in a flash. Yeah. But every part of the company played a role. Everyone. It's uh, in technology side. You have from idea, from vision to ideas to mm -hmm. advanced research and development to engineering to operations for manufacturing. And finally, to the commercial teams for you know getting trained and have it out there. It took the entire company the last five years to bring this, I would say, breakthrough line of products. Yeah, it, and 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 my home is the R and D group, and you know I think there isn't a person mm -hmm. in R and D who wasn't involved right. in some way or another. Yeah. It's a massive, in, in, massive, in, in massive effort. I think we had over 200 patent submissions mm -hmm. since 2017, right. um, many of which pertain directly yeah. to, to this product. We still have some of the features that we introduced back with Livio and continued in Edge and Evolve yeah. with physical activity tracking, right. but also continuing to make these devices smarter. Mm -hmm. um, now mm -hmm. we've doubled the yeah. activity classification yeah, so that so the device, in yes. the old days, I'd get on the elliptical trainer mm -hmm. as I do most mornings, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and it would say that I got steps and it would mm -hmm. say that I got some uh, exercise, mm -hmm. but now it can it can differentiate between running, yes, uh, between standing, of mm -hmm. course, um, laying down, even mm -hmm. um, riding a bicycle, yep. uh, all aerobic it, activity, advanced all of that is automatically yes. detected and yes. and chronicled in yep. the app for and, those people who want to record. Continue, continues to have the life saving fall detection feature, right. and we happen to have the only device in the industry that saves patients' lives if they fail. 
yeah. and send alert to their loved ones. Yeah, and and all within we we highlighted a little bit of the My Starkey app. We'll we'll have more opportunity to go into this in greater detail in the future. But but I think just you know there's so much to talk about. But within the My Starkey app, the user interface puts all of the most common adjustments mm-hmm. front and center yes. so that now you just have the radios for edge mode program mm-hmm. my hearing which is as i said where it is that you go in and look to see if you need a firmware update volume control adjustments yeah even most people are going to turn the volume up and down um in in the two ears because the mm-hmm. professional has set it up to be mm-hmm. balanced but i can still override that yeah. and go and just underneath yeah. the hood and see that so but everything is right here all the controls well, are very here. simple in an intuitive yeah. interface and you know while the program for somebody that suffered lifelong visual challenges the nice thing is is i can just swipe mm-hmm. and it will change from memory to memory and mm-hmm. i get the audio prompt in my mm-hmm. ear changes the color mm-hmm. that's such a subtle detail yes. of that little different palette so that i don't have to concentrate on trying to read mm-hmm. in low light or challenging environments and i know that i've changed and i get the audible feedback in the ear so right. um, i i couldn't be more excited i know how passionate you are in leading the team through this i thank the entire team at starkey from r d to marketing to sales to operations to everyone that's making this happen right. and um can't wait to see what moment. the market thinks. It's, it's a, a big, big moment. moment and congratulations. Thank you very much. And uh, for those people who listen to the uh, Sound Bites podcast, if you enjoyed this, please like it. If uh, you uh, hit subscribe, you'll be sure not to miss a single episode in the future. I know we'll have you back to talk more about this because we're just getting started with this. And I can't wait to see where we're going next. I can't share everything because as I said, yeah. the R&D part of me, Um, wants to tell everyone about and shout from the mountaintops, but we have a lot of other things that are coming out in the future that we know that the patients are going to like. So thank you, Achim, for what you do. Thank you for being here to share and nerd out with me a little bit today on this podcast and uh, uh, look forward to seeing you again. Thank you, Dave.